0: I got their microphone. Sweet. What do you want to do with it? Um, oh, oh, I have an idea. No, you, you are not sticking this up my ass. I wasn't going to say that. I was going to say we should tell them about our show. Oh, right. That's probably a way better idea. And way less loot. Yes. Guys, come visit us at our Facebook page slash two marks and chick.
1: It's a wrestling podcast.
0: Hey, what, what are you doing? Ah! Yeah,
1: yeah. Get the fuck out of here, man? Yeah your dick out of your ass and blow out the windows, man. Okay, if anybody's hearing this
2: right now, just stay out of the danger cities. Just go for the head, go for the brain, just, just, bash them in.
0: I think those two zombies are having sex. Oh, oh my God! God. Really, where? wow whoa, whoa!
2: Is it bad? I'm getting turned on right now,
1: dude. Yes. What, does this count as necrophilia?
2: I'm not too sure, but I'm really questioning my morals right now.
0: Look at that big freaking tail i ain't serious about this! We're all sitting here, and Josh has got a fucking boner! I'm losing it, man! I'm freaking losing it! I fucking shot my
1: dog yesterday, dude! Phil, uh,
2: that was the neighbor's stomachache. Oh, God.
1: He should know better than to go out in costume out of season in the middle of a fucking zombie apocalypse! That's just retarded! You know what? I just need- you know what? I'm gonna make a run for it. Are you
0: getting out on zombies? I DON'T NEED TO OUTRUN THE ZOMBIES, MAN! I JUST NEED TO OUTRUN YOUR FLABBY FAT ASS! That's really hurtful! I-they may be undead, but I'm not! I got feelings, you mother-freaking-douche!
2: If, if, if anybody's hearing this right now, this may be the last recordings of a society that's been destroyed by the-dead. The minds were right. Please, don't judge us.
0: Oh
2: yeah, fuck yeah, what's up everybody, this is Steve O, and you're listening to Nowhere California, the fucking podcast, dick. This is Matt, this is Phil, and this is Josh, and welcome to Nowhere California, and we're in 2013, the lines were wrong, and that's about it on that subject, so
1: we're here to talk about movie duos and whatnot. There have been many wonderful, too many to count, wonderful movie actor and uh, team up in partnerships.
2: Yeah, when it comes to the deals and everything, when usually with us, there's usually a
1: negative list, but unfortunately, this time around, no. No, no, there really is absolutely nothing negative about
0: uh, the on screen duos. Uh, duos. And yeah. believe me, I've looked. I've tried to find some kind of duo that would. Uh, make a, that would make a negative list. But, uh, right. fortunately nothing I've come up with has has gotten there. We're going to talk about the greats, or some of our favorites. So, uh, who's well, starting off today? Well, I'll,
2: or, well, since it is us, and it's me sitting here, I might as well get the freaking elephant in the room out of the way. Oh, right, and it's not a bad joke towards Kevin Smith. But, no, um, it's
1: not. Let's go um, ahead. The
0: first
2: one I'm going to be mentioning is uh, Jane Silent Bob, uh, respectively Kevin Smith and Jason Mewes.
1: Yeah, well, oh, 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 open wide and try not to
2: swallow, Josh. Yeah. So oh, yeah, verbally cool. blowjob, blowjob, <laughs> blowjob. Yeah. But so, um, uh, it's Kevin Smith. It's our podcast, and fuck you if you don't like it. Oh, no. Um, but okay. basically, yeah, their duo, their they're friendship, they've known each other most of their lives, too. And yeah. basically Kevin saved Jay's life with his drug issues and everything. He so, did? Yeah. Uh, and um, that's pretty much as much as I can go with it because... It's evident that their chemistry is there. Oh, yeah. Because they've known each other freaking forever. They've mm-hmm. worked with each other pretty much forever. And it's pretty much
1: there. Well, it's very ingenious the way Kevin Smith, you know, he gave himself the greatest role by having himself uh, not talk that much. You know, J- well, Silent Bob, I mean, that's the character. Silent Bob doesn't talk. Yeah, the funny thing was originally
2: Kevin was going to do the Randall role, role for Clerks. So if I'm getting this right, I'll be corrected immensely by Doug if I got that wrong. Right, right. But I'm just going off the cuff right now. But he realized, I, I can't remember all these fucking lines. <laughs> so he gave himself... But when he does speak, though... Oh, uh,
1: he gives himself
2: the profound, like...
1: Greatest... Uh, yeah. Some of the greatest uh, uh, monologues of discussion. Yeah. Uh, whether it's over the top... Something really funny, you know. Yeah. You know, no ticket. Yeah. Dogma my first. Oh yeah, ran uh, from that dogma all the way to the monologue from chasing Amy. Yeah. Is he planning on? I mean, did he retire Silent Bob or is he going to do more? Technically, Silent Bob is retired. Yeah. He, he
2: will. He probably will whip him out every so often, but not in like.
1: Yeah, not in the earlier '90s career where he was in every single early yeah. movie chasing yeah. Amy, all that but stuff. the But the the view of
2: the view of universe is done.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Okay.
2: He, yeah, honestly, It ended
1: with you and Silent Bob straight back in it? No, uh, it ended
2: with Clerks 2.
1: Oh, Clerks 2, that's right. Yeah.
2: But, um, but technically he just has one more movie to go, and then he's done completely with filmmaking. Oh, really? As a director and writer. Really? He's going to be producing and everything.
1: Oh, really? He's yeah. going to move on to the bigger and better things? Well, good yeah, for well, him. Well,
2: he has his, uh, podcasting empire.
1: Well, you know, good for him. Which
2: inspired this shit, so blame him.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah, 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 we're... We're we're trouble. Yeah. No, no, I no. Good for him. Yeah. I, I think he should. You know, wh- you know, widen his horizons with that. I mean, that's. I mean, if you if you artistically, if you're if you've gone as far as you think you can go, the only thing you want to do is just move. Yeah, by. that's exactly that's,
2: that's exactly why he's doing it because he's felt like he's moved towards.
1: Yeah, the, the speaking, song. speaking as an artist, I can totally understand that. So yeah. uh, and, good for him.
2: And uh, I I think one of the things too that kind of pushed him towards like thinking you know what, maybe we're done with. I'm yeah. done with all this, is the appearance of Jay and Silent Bob in Scream 3. Oh, oh yeah. That was totally random. What was the deal with that? Uh, just basically random Harvey Weinstein's like, you and Jay want to do a day on the set of Scream 3? And he's like, uh, let me check with Chuckles here. And he <laughs> asks Jay. And Jay's like, yeah, definitely. <laughs> do this. And it got to a point where they gave uh, Jay his per diem on set, which mm-hmm. per diem is walk-around money. Yeah. Basically for food and stuff, but usually people blow it on and blow and hookers. Right. And, um, Jay got his money, ran up to like, dude, he gave me 50 bucks. <laughs> and Kevin's like, yeah, uh, we do it on our movies too. <laughs> I'm totally butchering this story, so basically check out one of the Evening with Kevin Smith and he'll do it better. And basically got to the point where Jay's like, dude, we should take Jay and Bob and take them to different movies and everything. <laughs> and Kevin's like, Fucker, we do this with our own movies. <laughs> Jay and Silent Bob get into Wacky Adventures for like, more than 10 minutes long.
1: Oh, look, Kevin Smith is just so level-headed. Yeah, so
2: it. that's the start for the duos for me because, hey, it's Kevin Smith, and I'm a whore. Hey,
0: no, that's I you <laughs> know. <laughs> you know, didn't Jay and Silent Bob do a cartoon series? Oh, yeah. They did Clerks. It was the, the Clerks series, The right?
2: uh, Clerks series, which... Well, it was on an earlier episode of our, our lovely little podcast here. Yeah? Yeah. I wish I wish they'd make another attempt, but also, too, Jay has actually started to become uh, kind of a producer in his own right. Right. Yeah, and he's actually, I believe he's technically directing, I know I'm doing air quotes on a podcast. <laughs> right. Uh, directing and producing a uh, Jay and Silent Bob animated movie. Oh, he's working on that. Yeah, it was the, if I remember correctly, it was from this uh, Blunt Man and Chronic script, the <laughs> superhero movie that Kevin Smith thought about doing, but then was like, fuck it, that's going to
1: be too." I heard that, right? Yeah. Somebody actually walked up to me, right? They said, hey, do you think Kevin Smith will be voicing, you know, uh, Silent Bob? And I <laughs> went, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Come yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was coming out, help you yeah. He'll phone that one in. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he just really phoned it in. But yeah, yeah he was there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't believe I heard them say that.
1: Oh, no. oh, but it takes all kinds to yeah. make the world go around. That's yes, impressive. there's a That's bunch of weirdos.
0: <laughs> so, well, that no, that I I, I really like your choice, uh, Matt. Why don't we go on with yours? Oh, okay. Well, uh, I actually have a couple of uh, different ones. Uh, as far as like uh, actor duos, um, I, I thought that uh, Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker. Did a really good job together mm-hmm. in the uh, Rush Hour films. No, oh. yeah, let's, well, let's discuss so it with, Jack Chris Christopher with, Christopher with okay. uh, Jackie Chan and uh, Chris Tucker. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a, as far as like martial artists uh, in the movies are concerned, Jackie Chan has got my vote as the number one best. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, um, I mean, uh, he's uh, the only one that's still alive. He's well, very yeah. fun to watch. He's still around. It's good. Um, I, I really enjoy um, what's, what's his name from. Uh, uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Oh, um, oh Crouching Tiger—that was uh, a Chiang Fat. Yeah, uh, Chiang yeah. Fat. Fat. Yeah, I, I, really, I really enjoy him. Uh, but Jackie Chan is, is by far the best. He's oh, yeah. very funny. And Chris Boom. Tucker, in his own right, is hilarious uh, comedian. I, I love him together, and the two of them together just, just made me laugh out loud. Uh,
1: the thing is, uh, I liked Rush Hour's one and two, but number three felt a little phoned in, a little rushed. For some, for a movie that was actually well anticipated, I think Rush
2: Hour Three was rushed. Yes, you yes, meant that pun. Yes, well. yes, I did. I think more of it would be towards Chris Tucker because the dude has been off and on for the past couple of years. Yeah, isn't
1: Rush Hour Three the last thing he did, and then he did something else ten years later? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's in Hot oh, Atlas. Oh yeah, and isn't he actually going to be in what is it next Friday? This Friday? Supposedly, some new Friday movie. Right? At least he, at least he, wise up. No, he's wise up. He's working. I mean, I mean, after you do do something as big as, um, uh, big as Rush Hour, you know, you uh, you don't need to work every day. Well, the whole, th- the whole fact of the matter is, he was getting a lot of work brought to him, but he, I don't know what happened. He, it's like he vanished off the face of the work uh, of the earth. And I kind of liked him. The first time I was exposed to him was, uh, what is it? Uh, Fifth Element, yeah, that's With that crazy movie. blood hair. Uh, right, yeah, come, yeah. come on, come on, come on, come on, yeah, but come uh, yeah. but on Jackie Chan, he's now retired totally from action movies, right? This yeah, it it well, he, up, so he yeah. does his random, like he did the Spy Next Door and all that. Well, no, 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 no. he made an announcement even after that. Oh. This is after he he said that he. Uh, he did not want to do action movies anymore, and he wanted to express his acting talent. But also, too, so, probably like, I'm getting too old for this shit. He, he, that he did. He did. He did say he was getting older. And the thing is, uh, I think he, uh, he... You know, he says he wants to stretch his acting prowess, and I think he's already done that. I, and I said, I'm, I'm like saying, it's good that he wants to do that. Yeah. But he already did do that in the Karate Kid remake. Oh, yeah. The movie made me tear up. The part where uh, they realized that you know the training you know when he talked about how uh, you know he lost his uh, you know his wife and uh, son in a car crash that you know yeah. was apparently his fault and they do this scene where uh, he and the kid they train together to take his mind off of it and stuff like that yeah. and realizing that both the teacher and the master they need one another yeah. and this is where the remake actually was better than the original. Oh, yeah. uh, it, it, it made me tear up. It's a very powerful scene between him and uh, Jaden Smith. Oh, yeah. And I really think he has stretched his acting bone and I think uh, you know people underestimate me. Also, what else did he do? Um, oh, he did a music video. He actually sang the song, I'll Make a Man Out of You, uh, the, the Mulan song, yeah. uh, in Japanese. Yeah. yeah, he well, He's was, a, a renowned singer. He oh, he's got an incredible voice. He has opened? several albums. Yeah, I didn't know this. Yeah. The man is incredible. He's a man of many talents. Most people know him for mostly his action movies and his martial arts epics, but hearing him going, you know, yeah. I mean, I don't know. See, I'm, I'm butchering it right now, but he actually sings very well. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, well, yeah.
0: you know, uh, aside from. Uh, um, that one spot in Around uh, the World in Eighty Days where he w- where he started singing Forever Jacques. I haven't actually heard him sing at all. <laughs> we'll bring it up
2: here. We'll show you on YouTube.
0: Yeah, there okay. you go. Well, we'll, we'll do yeah,
1: that. we'll take a gander at that. So I guess with me, uh, the first one I went through with uh, with the classic uh, characters. Uh, now that they're both actor and characters, but this is what I picked up. I picked out uh, Laurel and Hardy. Classic choice. Good choice. It, it is. It is. I mean, you've got. I mean, I guess uh, with the terms of Jay and Silent Bob. You know, you put a skinny guy and a fat guy together, you got comedy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If it wasn't for Laura Hardy,
2: there would have been no James No, Yeah,
1: exactly. It's it's duos like that that made it all possible. They they set the boundary and Um, You know, they, uh, unlike uh, the Three Stooges, which I thought were very well imitated, uh, they made a Laurel and Hardy movie with the guy who played Balky and uh, the guy who played Chuck in the artist movies. Yeah, I remember remember that movie. It did not do, it did not fare as well. It was a TV
2: movie, mind you. Oh, okay, it was a TV movie? It was a TV movie,
1: but... uh, You've gotta give and take when it comes to TV movies it right? is I mean they did okay yeah they were fine but you know it it, it they didn't do as well as the impression of Laurel and Hardy as uh, the uh, other guys did the three studios yeah exactly recently. and I think they could have done it but um, you know just stick with the original for now yeah uh, Laurel and Hardy they were a great duo the slapstick uh, just always uh, you know like on first. first right no,
0: no, that's Evan Costello. That's Evan Costello. That's Adam and but okay. and Hardy, that you What I know. No, no, no. We're fine. Be talking about Me. them a little bit
1: later. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll get to them in a second. But Laurel and Hardy, they're the ones that would always be like pushing something really heavy up. The oh yes, stairs. okay. And uh, Stan would like be fixing his hat, and then boom, it goes down on you know on on Hardy's fat ass. It's, yeah, so it's okay. It was all good fun, you know. And then he goes, "Well, this is another fine mess you got me into." Okay, so it's like, yeah, so i The mustache, the little Hitler. the hitler, yeah, the free hitler mustache. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And the waving with the ties. I mean, <laughs> that <laughs> shit is just classic. Yeah. It's classic, and it's because of those comedy duos. They may have, uh, they may have been one of the uh, the,
0: the great beginners, along with uh, what was uh, also David uh, yeah, Costello. Yeah, Abbot and Costello. Yeah, I actually have them on my list too. Yeah, just uh, um, go yeah. ahead. With the, it. The, uh, yeah, that, let's talk about them. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were uh, back in back in like World War Two. They were one of the biggest uh, comedy acts mm-hmm. that were out there. Uh, with Who's on First was yeah. actually their biggest. Oh, oh and yeah. it's uh, still imitated, done very oh, well today. Uh, t- uh, new uh, endlessly mm-hmm. is the word I was looking for. Endlessly uh, it is done. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually uh, did a comparison between Who's on First. And uh, another, and a uh, and a play that was done called uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are Dead. Right, right. Uh, where where people, where they're do, g- doing a game of questions back and forth. Yeah, they do go back and forth. Uh, yeah, but, 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 and that's what uh, Evan and Costello do with who's on first. Like, who's on first? What's on first? Uh, what's on second? I don't know. Third base. It's did like, how did I get over third? You mentioned his name. If I mentioned third, who's on third base? Who's on first? What's on first? What's on second? I, I don't believe. not Oh God,
1: uh, Abbott! Abbott. Yeah, Abbott has been. I think he went down in history as one of the world's greatest straight men. Oh man. yeah. I'm uh, not straight men. I mean straight man. I mean taking things totally seriously. It was great. Oh. You need a straight man with the uh, you know with uh, you know the the goofball, which was uh, Costello.
0: Yeah. And but but I, I, I don't. Mean to say anything against Abbott? Abbott was a was mm-hmm. a great st- straight man yeah. to Costello, but it, without Costello, though, I don't think that. It, oh no! Yeah, that, remember. That, Abbot, no, no, no. Costello uh, Abbott would have been just some dude pumping gas.
1: What yeah. I think. What I think is really neat is that you know. Joe Costello showed that a guy that was a little, you know, that was a, maybe a little pudge, uh, pudgier than his friend could still shine. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, you never looked at that and got, holy shit, Luke. look at that badass. Yeah, yeah, it's like, what, you know, you know, Rob, I mean, he was a very dignified, very good-looking gentleman, um, even though he was a little heavier. Yeah. But, Uh-oh, you know, I'm a bad boy. Little <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yes. <laughs> they they make fun number. of that duo all the time. Yeah. And it was a great choice too. Oh, the the, to- the wolf
2: and the cat. <laughs> oh, these guys that kind of originated the kind of the buddy cop, buddy cop, uh, odd couple type deal mm. of. Oh, he's weird. I'm straight laced. Blah blah blah. But um, I'm basically talking about Danny Glover and Mel Gibson, lethal weapon. Uh, you know, I
1: you have know. never seen a more perfect string of movies in my life. Yeah, those are great movies. They're yeah. action movies, which. Uh, nine times out of ten, you consider you go there's no point to these movies. No, there's there's minus Lethal Weapon. Well, 3. Well, there was some serious character development going on through Lethal Weapon three. Oh, yeah. numbers one and two are golden, and Lethal Weapon four it was just a good one to end on. Yeah. I wouldn't. I've heard rumors that they want to get together for an, uh, for one more, but mm-hmm. number four was a good one to end on. Yeah, it was a good one to end on, and also too right now, both Danny Glover and
2: Mel are just basically saying it's never going to happen.
1: Yeah, I know. But, I know that, and that's fine. It was a room, uh, It was yeah. just a rumor, and I wouldn't want them to go on because I mean, having two middle-aged men back in uh, 1997 uh, go up against Jackie Chan. I mean, there's no way you're going to top that. oh uh, did I say? J- uh, I'm sorry, gently. Ah, uh, see, see, I got my Asians mixed up. <laughs> uh, but you know, uh, yeah, but to go well, up there, there was a great. certain amount of genius there. Yeah, uh, about the whole buddy cop thing, and I liked. Uh, I liked the part number three. Uh, where Mel Gibson is on the motorcycle and he realizes that he's about to hit the edge of the, uh, uh, you know, the edge of the road. The yeah. whole road's out, and he's like, Ooh, you have that oh shit look expression yeah. on his face. And I like the part where he's hanging there, and you know, it's it was a real good deftifying stunt. He stays there, and then finally the thing breaks. He's like, shit! It was, it was, it was, was, good. It was really good. Uh, the action just kept getting better and better. Yeah. And also... And the story uh, kept going with the action, too. It did. Uh, the characters uh, developed uh, perfectly. It was uh, the last thing Joe Pesci did for a while. Yeah. Uh, uh, he was in, what, uh, three of the four? Yeah, 2, yeah. 3, and 4. Yeah, 2, 3, and 4, yeah. yeah so, um, you know, but... i uh, sorry, not to bring... Pesci into it, but yeah, uh, Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, their their team-up was just great. Yeah. And it was even uh, somewhat satired in the movie Maverick when Danny Glover made a cameo appearance and he's robbing a bank. Yeah. And, you know, he's under gunfire he goes, oh, I'm too old for this shit. <laughs>
0: it was great. <laughs> well, and, the and, they, and they look at each other like... Oh, yeah! yeah. No, so, it's yeah. like, do I know you? Yeah, they have that moment where... <laughs> do, do I... No. Uh, no.
2: But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but go ahead. Uh, Taking away from Lethal Weapon, though, I just remembered, Matt. You're you're talking about another uh, action duo that actually kind of trumps the odd couple of Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. Okay. Wasn't um. Were you talking about Chewy and Han?
0: Oh yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. There odd couple. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Are you aware uh, he's been naked this whole time, Han? Uh-huh. Huh?
0: Uh, <laughs> anyway. so, yeah. yeah, really, uh, yeah, it, 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 No matter who you're talking to, no matter what uh, stretch of life they come from, everybody has uh, knows at least a little bit about Star Wars. It's common ground for everybody. It's been kind of raped into our culture. Yeah, I've it, never kinda. seen them. <laughs> well, you know of them, though. Uh, so
2: yeah, isn't that the one with Picard and Kirk? No, it's oh, the one with. Yeah, no, I no, got a uh, lot of hate yeah, yeah, No, no,
0: me. No, no <laughs> yeah, Brooks, it's Brooks, right? Yeah, so no. If you if you compar- compare Brandy Star Trek, to hate Neil bitches. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you start comparing Star Trek to Star Wars, you are gonna get a lot of hate mail. Oh Jesus! But yeah, will be our first, but yeah, that's anyway, what you're saying. So <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, but yeah, one of the best duos. Character wise, that uh, I could think of was Han Solo and Chewbacca. These guys, I don't, nobody knows how they teamed up, nobody knows like what brought them together, but they are the uh, best duo that, uh, that ha- sci- science fiction has ever brought together. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got, th- on the one hand, you got the rogue, and then right next to him, you got his muscle. Yeah. The the yeah. one thing that nobody wants to mess with And like you said, it's not wise to upset a Wookiee Because Wookiees can pull people's arms out of their socks
2: Do not cheat at chess I do know kind of a secret of how their duo came to be Oh, please uh, really? they, they broke down on Hoth, the heaters went out And it was a night that they just don't want to talk about <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well then Well, you, you know, know to stay
1: warm yeah, yeah. Han Solo was completely naked, and you know what? The fur flies. <laughs> so, yeah, bring
0: the hate mail,
1: bitches. Okay, so. Okay. I think it was called Brokeback Starship. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, uh, I like wish you. I could quit you, Chewie. Uh, uh, Brokeback Falcon. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, Brokeback Falcon. Falcon. Uh, my do, Oh you got anything goodness. else to say on Chewie? And-
0: uh, after that... I, after wish I, could, <laughs> I, could, I wish I could... <laughs> sorry. I feel the same way, Chewie. <laughs> 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 Boy, you said it, Chewie. Yeah. <laughs>
2: okay. uh, I guess that. another action one we could bring up before we uh, get to the finale of our yeah. little thing is another science fiction one, Doc
1: and Marty McFly. Oh, yes! Yeah. Now, they, uh, they're, they're solidified in the culture as well yeah. everybody knows marty everybody knows doc yeah. and not to mention i th- uh, you know maybe this is just my opinion i think it is the greatest time travel movie out there oh yeah definitely well, i mean well, the well, time well, machine hg wells wrote a good yarn but back to the future um pisses on the time Machine. it really does and it Piss- it's like it shows from our past episode when we were talking
2: about 80s movies a good portion of the people that wrote into us it's back, back, back to the Future, Back to the Future, Back to
1: the Future, Back to the Future, yeah. It's... it's it's... Scott! Yeah. Yeah. I know this is heavy. Oh, God. It was a... Burp, there's another... Sorry, there's another perfect string. One, two, and three. Yeah. Three strong movies. And, you know what? A very strong video game. Very. If you, if you play the point-and-click video game on the PS3, uh. it tells another good story, another good chapter. I have it on me. Yeah, oh, God. It is great. So that means there's four adventures that have come and from And that this. dude that is the voice of Marty. He knew what he needed to do. What he, he did great. That is the greatest Michael J. Fox impersonation ever. I mean, I didn't. I, I thought when I first heard it, I thought I was going to miss Michael J. Fox because nobody yeah. could do it. But the guy was an impressionist. He He solidified it. And you know what didn't hurt was the fact that Michael J. Fox did appear in the game um, you know, he did voice uh, like the older, his grandfather, yeah. and uh, he he uh, voiced a uh, what is it a, a, a kind of like a, a biker, you know, futurist, post-apocalyptic Marty going. You've screwed my timeline the, for the last time. Yeah, it, it actually ends the series very well. I mean, but that's four adventures, four great stories that came from this franchise. And the duo, this that duo set it up. Yeah, Doc and Marty. They're funny. Their chemistry is great. The The science. Christopher Lloyd is funny. Michael J. Fox is funny. Even when mm-hmm. Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox
2: cross paths with themselves. Yeah. That scene where uh, Christopher Lloyd is asking himself
1: basically to hand him tools. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yes, the two, the, the past, Christopher, uh, you know, the past doc and the future doc and back and forth. I mean, the whole time aspect, the, the meeting of the minds, yeah. the two Jennifers. I mean... <laughs> If, if you haven't seen them, check them out. If you haven't seen them, God, why are you listening to us? Yeah, get out of the rock. No, oh, yeah. uh, the the interplay is great. Oh yeah, especially when uh, the the differentiation when you know you know Doc meets the younger you know you know uh, I mean I know mean, when Marty meets the younger Doc for help. Yeah, I mean it's just the perfect story, and it got better and better. Originally,
2: it was just going to be the first movie, but the first movie did so freaking well.
1: Oh, it did! In screens. how do you not tear up at the very end when you know? When, because uh, Christopher Lloyd our Doc says he refuses to, you know, the destiny. If you haven't seen the movie, you know that he gets yeah. ki- gunned down right. by uh, some And if you haven't seen it, fuck you! Watch it. Once again, watch it again. But he says, "I refuse to, you know, uh, screw uh, with I mean, screw screw with the future." So, uh, you know. Uh, he leaves a uh, Marty leaves a letter to Doc to say, you know let him know what happened, but he tore it up. Yeah. But apparently, it finds out at the very end. You know the whole scene c- scenario, you know plays again. Doc gets gunned down, but then he reveals that he's wearing a bulletproof vest. Then he shows that you know th- you know the the brilliant mind of Doc yeah. Brown he taped the letter back together. Yeah, and I love this line. What about all that talk about the space-time continuum and screwing with history? And all Doc says is, well, I figured, what the hell? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Great duo. Well, you know, um, the other uh, team I picked, I believe, uh, was, um, oh, yeah, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. That's a perfect choice. It is. It is. They're kind of the modern-day equivalent. I'd say of Abby Castell and Unfortunately, we don't have both of
2: them with us anymore.
1: No, no. Uh, Gene Wilder we still have, but he's retired. Oh, okay. But <laughs> I was going to, to say, yeah, Gene Wilder's dead, right? No. Uh, <laughs> I believe, you know, you can double check on me. I believe he's still alive. Yeah, but, but um, I checked
0: he was still alive. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay,
1: Johnny. Yeah, got it. <laughs> so he's. he'll go on IDB while I talk about these guys. What they gave us was gold. And the thing is, by all practical purposes, even if they're not on this earth anymore, they are immortal. Mm-hmm. I mean, just like Ava Costello, the Three Stooges—they're all still with us, mm-hmm. and it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, a nothing, nothing is any uh, is any more different than these two because they gave us so many wonderful performances. But the one movie that I'll be talking about is "See No Evil, Hear No Evil." Oh, okay. and that's now, a great choice. It is. Now you got to think of um, you, know, you know, like I said, once again, I'm speaking as an artist myself. You—they you, have to keep the chemistry going, which they do. Oh, yeah. And one of them is death and one of them is blind. And when they meet each other, I mean, they have to keep that charade off because if you don't know this, Richard is not blind, and Gene Wilder's not I deaf, know. but they played it so damn they well. They played perfectly and well, and it perfectly. it is. It is. It was, I think, the first time I was, uh, I was exposed to Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I was a little kid and I loved it. And you know what? The movie still holds up today.
2: And it shows was, like uh, the quality of work that they were pulling at the time because of how old they were. Yeah. It, technically, it was an action movie. It was. It yeah. was because they they're they're trying to sneak in and they're trying to find what is that, a diamond? It, or something? It, no, it's a coin. A coin, yes. Yeah. And, and then coin. also too with Richard Pryor, I believe he was basically he was getting close to. Like, full-on MS, right?
1: Uh, yes, he was yeah. starting to. He was starting to show symptoms. Yeah. It was, it it was, was after
2: he... Fu- I think he, it was about the time, too, that he finally got clean, like, sober watch Yeah, yeah, he did. He cleaned up his life, and, yeah.
1: you know, he had, uh, uh, he had just come up doing the toy, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. Mainstream slavery, and that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, but that's another topic. Yeah, that's another topic. But, but anyway, uh, no, no. They He cleaned himself up. He got... You know, you could tell... Th- they were friends. Oh, they right. They were, like, really... Yeah. Polar opposites too. They, yeah, mm-hmm. Do, uh, uh, they they were brought up differently, but yeah. I've never seen uh, a duo that worked too well. And from what I understand, they they adored each other. Yeah, they, they were they
2: loved each other. They, they really were simple.
1: Yeah, they were they were a great they were they were great partners and, and great friends. Yeah, and it it shows on screen, and it shows uh, that actually shows a lot with a lot of these duos. And there's a lot of trust um, <clears throat> when you work with another artist and. Um, these two—they just gave up. They gave up gold almost in every single thing that they've done. And uh, see no evil, see no evil, hear no evil was my favorite. Yeah, you, mm-hmm.
2: just, you, you put it perfectly.
1: Thank you. And it—I appreciate that. And it, it was an action movie. And these were two guys what they were in their forties yeah. at this point. I'd say forties, early forties, yeah. maybe early fifties. Yeah. So if you want to see a deaf guy and a blind man uh, in an action movie. This is she your is thing. Is, this is oh, a the game. car chase! I just remembered the car oh, chase. the car chase was perfect. It was, the, <laughs> it was great. And uh, the car fight. Yes. The 12, car o'clock. 12 o'clock. 2 12 o'clock. o'clock. <laughs> uh, I'm just telling you, faithful listeners, give this movie a look. You, you know, it is a quintessential Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. Just give it a look.
2: Well, that's about it for our first episode of the new year. Great way to end it with uh, Gene Wilder and... Uh,
1: Richard Pryor. Richard
2: Pryor, yes. I was going to say it, fucker. All right. Let him talk, dickhead. Okay. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh,
2: about this time, we usually do the, hey, thank you Matt for coming in, but you've been here enough, so, no, we're not. We're not going to thank you. You're, no. here. you're You're part of the panel. Fuck you. Yeah. So just going to be weeks that you're not here. Okay, well, fine then. <laughs> so, as we end them all, since it is the beginning of the new year, I thought we should do the stupid-ass game of... New Year's resolution suggestions for the other members of the panel. So basically, to sum it up, I will suggest a New Year's resolution that Matt might need to consider for the New Year. Or Phil will do it to me, vice versa.
1: It's just another way for us to rip
2: on each other. And give us reason to say dick and fart jokes.
1: Exactly. So So, here we
0: go. Go ahead and start.
2: Matt, I suggest you stop going to animal shelters and exposing yourself to puppies.
0: Okay. Well, on that note, I think, Josh, that you should stop uh, wearing spandex and checking yourself out in the mirror. It makes me look pretty. I think Matt should stop wearing thongs altogether. Hey, right. it, gets, it gets rid of that, uh, that butt lint, you know? Oh, God! I was talking about the footwear! <laughs> <laughs> what a sick bastard! Well, so I think you should uh, keep your proton pack where it belongs, if you catch my drift. Wink, wink. Wink, wink, yeah. Matt, I suggest uh, you get your eyes stripped out if you're winking that much.
1: All right. (laughs) If we're going to go with proton-packed jokes, Matt, I think you should turn your full stream
0: down. (laughs) Especially when you're around little girls. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, as far as my full stream is concerned... (laughs) Josh, you should stop checking me out when I'm in the middle of full stream. It stings, it stings when I try to stop. You
2: see, you make me nervous. You're not supposed to notice me in the bushes. <laughs> That's the reason we set up that program. Yeah,
1: you're supposed to walk lightly, Josh. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's okay. You're not supposed to. The key thing is to not draw attention to yourself. When it's a Thursday night, I
2: get excited.
1: Okay, I see what you mean.
2: Matt. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, you may want to make a resolution to uh, trim up the furry.
1: <laughs> Matt, Josh, I think you guys should both get hair plugs. Trust me, it doesn't look like doll's hair. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, uh, yeah, I got nothing.
2: <laughs> okay, anyway, so I guess I'm... Uh, no, no, it was both of us on that one. So. Yeah, I got
0: both
1: of you on that one, guys. So
2: I'm going to fill... Um, yeah. Uh, you may want to resolve this next year to maybe get rid of that Snow White costume and the little dwarf costume you have for your dog. <laughs> 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 That's dirty playing, man. <laughs> uh, and stop singing hi-ho, hi-ho. It's off to...
1: You go. <laughs> oh, often. we you go. We'll drink and smoke and start some coke. Hi-ho! <laughs> With razor blades and hand grenades. Hi-ho! Oh, God! Please give me head. My dick is dead. Hi-ho! 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 Whenever you sing that lyric, that's when Tina kind of wants to leave the room. <laughs> Matt? Hmm? Vagisil is uh, not to be taken early.
0: <laughs> okay. You got one for that? Uh... Do you know this from experience? <laughs> oh
1: is that what you got! <laughs> no? Really? That's it? I uh, ate man, this whole thing too! But I still got these hemorrhoids! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Matt, um,
2: I suggest you resolve to have that funny bone removed from your body and ask Bill to pull out.
0: Oh you yeah, I, Is I, that it? Yeah, that's it. Okay, end it. Okay. Well, thank you very much for listening to our New Year's episode of Nowhere California. Uh, we hope to see you again soon. and Until then, peace, love, and go fuck yourself, Miles. <laughs> so, it's coming up to 6 o'clock. When was the last time we checked on Phil and Josh?
1: Um, I tried to call them earlier today, but they keep on like butt-answering me and um every time i hear them it just sounds like they're completely intoxicated and still talking about hookers and i'm pretty sure it's all because of that podcast that they do
0: oh yeah have you seen their facebook page at facebook.com session california
2: have you seen their other page
0: oh yeah those pictures are
2: awful